Now that how is me and you talking about a card game like putting Justin <laughs> to sleep? By the way. Look at him. He's like, oh, dude, like, this eh, is gonna be a that. this is gonna be a card heavy game because Midnight Suns. Let me tell you, that's another card game right there. Oh, look at Justin being intrigued all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. It's like a card game, you said. I was like, that's the most interested I've been in Midnight Sun since I heard about it. <laughs> You're like, is it some bullshit 16-bit graphics, and is it put out by Devolver? <laughs> no. then, then he's all the way in. Yeah, know, why right? are you coming after me so hard, right? <laughs> Yeah, why are you not saving this for the show? Do you, I'm like, sorry. Save this for I'm the sorry. Off and the clock has started. And welcome to That Pixel Life. This is episode 220, recording December 5th, 2022. My name is Zach Anderson, and this week we will be talking Game Awards, Microsoft raising prices, DLC, hitting the scene, what we've been playing, some spoiler zone, talking more. To do this, I have with me, as always, Shannon Midnight Dunn more. Yes, yes. Uh, I, uh, I can't stay up late anymore, guys. Like... I'm in bed at 9:30 now. Uh, mm-hmm, I had mm-hmm. some free time. Thought I was gonna, thought I was gonna get some video game time in on Friday, and like sat down on the couch at nine o'clock and passed out until 2:30 in the morning. So, yeah, midnights are done. Like, <laughs> no more late nights for me, guys. Are you doing a? Uh, are you going to be doing a East Coast New Year's Eve this year? Bro, I might just pull up something on YouTube from like a year past. Like they don't... <laughs> I might do Dick it. Dick like Clark's doing it. Yeah. yeah, I don't care anymore. Like it's just yeah, I can't. I can't do it, man. I don't know. Just I want to be in bed now. Comfy in bed. Just mainline that Red Bull, you know. Like, get you... dude, I will drink a twenty ounce Red Bull right before I go to bed and sleep, no problems. You know, you know what's sad is I do the same. Like <laughs> I'm having highly caffeinated coffee right now. And when we're done recording, I am going to sleep. Like it is, yeah. Like I am not worried about the caffeine affecting me one way or the other. I know, dude. Like my fiance, dude, she will see me go into the refrigerator at nine o'clock and pull out an energy drink, and she'll be like, "Don't you dare fucking do that!" Like, sir, put it back right now. I was like, "Dude, it's not going to affect me. Just, yeah. just let me have it." Uh, also joining us, and he wasn't even supposed to be here today. Justin Mallrat Carter. Nucci, Nucci's. It's your boy. <laughs> Thank you, Justin. Thank You're you. Welcome. I had to make sure. I felt so bad after I didn't do it. After I listened, went back and listened to the podcast I wasn't on, mm-hmm. and then you brought it up. I was like, oh, he's right. I was just so excited that I didn't say it. He was <laughs> fucking glad to not be in Missouri. But It, it kills me, though, because I don't even know why you do it. Just every time, yeah, it's your boy. Like, it, it, it's, like, it's just like a response to someone saying your name, you know? It cracks me up. <laughs> but, uh. This, this week's been pretty good though. I uh, I've have off this week, so I haven't had to go to work. So I hung out with Shrimp Fried Matt Monday, and I assisted him in Christmas shopping at the mall, which is like the first time I've been to a mall in God knows how long. Yeah, how, yeah, how was it? Was it dude, weird? It, it was weird. It was like uh, we went to GameStop, and <laughs> I was standing there at GameStop, 
And Matt was like, dude, where the fuck's the games? I'm like, I know. I'm like, GameStop basically looks like everything they couldn't fit in the fucking Hot Topic. Like, <laughs> there's Funko Pop, like, wall of Funko Pops, like, center aisle and stuff. And I was like, dude, they don't really have shit in here. And, like, clothes racks and stuff. I'm like, dude, what is going on in here right now? Dude, let me tell you. I walked into a GameStop this weekend as well because I found, like, two games. I'm, like, I'm trying to clean out shit in my house that I don't mm-hmm. want anymore. I found two games. I found Borderlands 3 and I found Red Dead Redemption 2. And, like, I was like, okay, I'm going to take them back. I don't I don't care at this point. Like, they're, they're worth more to me to just get rid of them. Mm-hmm. I went there. And, like, the Red Dead Redemption was a Christmas present from a couple years ago. And so it was sealed. So, like, I walked in and they were like, yeah, we can't take this back. I was like, bro, it's like a sealed thing. It's brand new. I haven't touched it. And they're like, well, because we're kind of seen as like a pawn shop for video games, like you have to like open it before you can bring it in and then we can take it. And I was like, okay, so can I go outside and open it? He's like, no, because you brought it to the store. We have to like flag it that like you basically brought it here to try to sell it. So you could go to like another GameStop down the street if you wanted to, but your your trading value would be like seven dollars, and I was like, "Dude, I'm not doing this for seven dollars. Like, yeah. you can take it now, or like, I'll just take it with me again." And and the funniest thing about that is, and and hey, if we have GameStop managers listening here, please explain it to me because the reality is, like, you're making two dollars over minimum wage. You don't have to flag shit, dude. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, are you really stopping the great crime theft of? four-year-old red dead redemption team like no like come on what are you like you don't have to flag a damn thing just take the game give me my seven bucks you know like what are we what are we even doing here yeah i'm like bro just take the seven bucks and then they slap the new sticker on it for 40 bucks yeah i know like you don't gotta do anything i mean like the look of defeat on my face walking into a GameStop. i mean like right (laughs) right (laughs) you're like i'm here and this wasn't even my first option but here we are you're like, look, we've both lost our dignity. You working here and me coming here. So let's let's just work together to get through this. Dude, and... Shannon went in to unload his Red Dead Redemption and walked out with an Electronic Gamer Magazine fucking subscription. <laughs> <laughs> they still have that? Was it Game Informer? They do, but like I think they want you to do it's like an all digital thing now. So like you get like an email for a link to go like read it on a website. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's, uh, I feel so bad for people that work for those publications. Like God. You you know it's just the sort of damocles hanging over your head. Like every <laughs> every day you work there. Just, just like, waiting for everything to crumble. Yeah. <laughs> like they're like, man, there's a dude on Twitter that does my job for me and twice as fast. Yeah. For well, your job is literally now just posting 140 characters. It's like, no one's going to read the story. You know, I don't care how good it is, how many sources you've got. What's the headline? Great, I'm moving on. That's... Yeah, they're like, that guy's remember Ninja? He clocked a stripper in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Click the link. Click the link. Oh, there's no video on that link? Yeah, I'm not watching that. I'm not yeah, gonna... no, screw that. I'm out. Oh, oh, man. So, yeah, what else What else at the mall? Uh, stri- uh, you know, strippers? What? What are you saying? Yeah. Well, we, we, dude, I got, like, the full mall experience. Like, we went to the, what, like, Wetzel's Pretzels or whatever and split some pepperoni pretzels. Um, we went to the Love Stack store, and they oh, have yeah. their new... Which Hulu's been advertising it to me, even though I don't have the Lovesat couch, but they have where now they can like embed speakers. 
in your oh, cushions and stuff so you can like cool. feel like IMAX style, like whatever on your couch. So when we were standing there talking to the lady at Love Sack and she was like the demo station and she was like in the middle of her like five minute spiel and I stopped her. I'm like, hold on. I'm like, can we listen to it right now? So then me and Matt got on the couch and then they did it. It was actually pretty dope. I was like, it's like three grand or something like that. Like to, if you have the Love Sack couch, it's like three grand to kind of like get what you need to upgrade it. Otherwise, I think it's like probably a little more expensive than that. And then, so you got to buy like a brand new couch. <laughs> yeah. And in a related note, negative space is being delayed because uh, Justin spent all his money on a love sack couch. <laughs> I'm like, look, when I watch Chainsaw Man, it's like, it's like it's almost like the chainsaw's right there. It's like it's in my head, man. Right. We went to the Lego store. Lego store mm-hmm. was, you know, you think love sack place is expensive, man. The Lego store. Some of those sets, man, like some of the Nintendo ones, like oh, I yeah. had the Bowser and he was like 220. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> like, I mean, uh, Legos just it. They're plastic blocks like no one can. No one. No explanation I've ever heard makes sense as to why it costs guys. so much. Yeah. Like, so yeah. Hey, hey, guys, I got a 3D printer right here. I'll just yeah. get the schematics for the blocks and just print them out over here. All the right. colors I want right here. I can make all the replacement pieces I need. Yep. Give me all those numbers. I'll just print them out for you. <laughs> there you go. Don't sue me, Lego. Um, you didn't see it, Lego, but he was doing air quotes the whole time. That was fully sarcastic. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so so that was your only part of the food court you did was the Wetzel's pretzels. Yeah, we didn't actually eat at the food court. I did go to Spencer's, though, and it was the first time I'd been to Spencer's. And you knew you hit Spencer's when you walked (laughs) in, and the first shirt I saw was gray, and in big green letters it said, Legalize Eating Ass. Ah, (laughs) Oh, yeah. Spencer's? Yeah, (laughs) I thought it was was the synthetic smell of marijuana oozing out of that place. Also, yes. (laughs) I was going to say, like, the last time I went to a Spencer's, it was this weird store where it was like an adult bookstore <laughs> and a head shop and hot topic. all just like <laughs> slammed together and wound up with their shit on the shelves. And it was just like, <laughs> yeah, here's, here's your bong that you can buy next to your fucking dildos that you can <laughs> buy next to like, a Slipknot t-shirt. Like, what is this place? You know, like, why, why does this store exist? Uh, yeah. Very random. Yeah. When I walked in, it's like my body was overcome with the urge to just shoplift something. Like yeah. A little <laughs> nostalgia hit where I'm just like, dude, like, why do I feel like I just want to like pocket this? And it's like, oh, cause I'm at Spencer's. I can, oh, I can man. buy this inflatable woman and, yeah, like it's what the hell is that store? It's so weird. I'm like banging out all my Christmas shopping at the Spencer's. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> like those people that are throwing last minute bachelorette parties and needed a mm-hmm. place to get their stuff. They're like, no, nah, Amazon's too slow. I need to go. I need to go right now. I need six shot glasses with tits on them. <laughs> yeah. I need straws with penises on them. Where do I go? Spencer's. Where is one? <laughs> yep. We're we're driving to the wine country right now. I need to pull over. Um <laughs> Damn it, Helen, you forgot the penis straws. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's good to have you guys back. Good, good mm-hmm. to be back. I feel Missed like we're are, we're already off the rails. Um, <laughs> I don't even know how to circle us back around after the penis straw. 
uh, debacle. Uh, speaking like, of huge pe- dicks. <laughs> well, I was, was going to say, speaking of uh, making things shorter, uh, oh. Jeff Keighley has said that the Game Awards in 2022 are going to be significantly shorter. Uh, Justin, how does this sit with you? I mean, I'm 100% for that because, man, let me tell you what. It dragged on for an incredibly long time last year. And what's insane about it dragging on is like half the awards, they didn't even actually, you know, like they're like, oh, well, this like this happened. They just rattled a few off and then they're like, okay, well, now here's this shit. And it's like you didn't even get like half the awards because they were just like, oh, well, while you were gone, these six people won. And it's like, okay. Yeah, that was the thing last year where it was very much a this is an excuse to run trailers. It's obvious no one here cares about the awards, including the show. So why are we even doing this? And yeah, if they have, if they've changed focus to actually being about the awards, that will probably help. I just don't have a lot of faith. I think it's going to be significantly shorter because people are paying less, less games to show. So I, I hope I'm wrong. I don't think I am, but I hope I'm wrong. Shannon, your thoughts? Uh, Yeah, it's kind of like an industry thing, right? So, you know, people in the industry celebrate your wins. Like, but I don't think for the most part, like people particularly, you know, are there for that. Like the mainstream people want to see the the trailers, right? They want to see the 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 game leaks or like the the new hot goss that's going to come out with, you know, the new games that are coming out. They want to see that trailer. They want to see they want something to put up on Twitter. Like, I don't think they really care who's going to win best video game of the year um, or anything, you know, like that. I mean, you are all the what is it? You have Genshin, you have um, what what are the other ones like Diablo Immortal? You have all these games that everybody knows, like, are, you know, pretty popular or are going to run away with like their, you know, esteemed category. So I don't think there's much surprise there. I don't think there's enough carrot on the stick to keep people wanting to watch an award show like that. You know? No, I agree with you. I agree with you. And I mean, no one even watches like the Oscars anymore or the Grammys. Nobody watched any of that shit until Will Smith went up and slapped Chris Rock. Now everybody wants to see what what the next drama is going to be. You know? No, no, no one watched it anyway. Everyone just went to Twitter. And yeah. that's all that's all anyone does now. It's like, oh, what's well, the drama moment? Let me get on my feed. Let's see what <laughs> let me see the replay I mean, 18 not, times. Not wrong. Yeah. You know. Um But since we've all essentially agreed that the game awards is kind of a mini E3, for lack of a better term, as far as game announcements and things like that. Anything you think we'll see? Any anything jump into mind? I'm thinking we're going to get some... I know uh, Elden Ring kind of came out today with their mm-hmm. DLC, the Coliseum, or whatever, the PvP, uh, that's going to go into effect tomorrow. But I yeah, honestly real, think... Sorry, quick aside. Do you know how that works? Did they say how that works? The Coliseum stuff? Not that I saw, but I saw that you can actually like enter it as like teams and stuff too, which I thought oh, wow. was really cool. Okay. So it's not even just 1v1. I think you can do 2v2 and mm-hmm. like so there's different like tiers to select. But I think there's like already the Coliseum in the game that's like locked or whatever. So sure. I think it's kind of already set up. You just kind of like probably walk into like a loading area. And... Okay. But sorry, I didn't mean to derail you. 
I'm just no, it's fine. Just but I I think we we're gonna probably get an announcement for some Elden Ring be- like actual like yeah. substantial DLC. What about DLC for the game Elden Ring Killed Horizon Forbidden West? <laughs> I mean, I could see them doing it. I could see them. Do- I mean, I also think there's probably going to be like a trailer or something for uh, the other DLC that got announced, which is a Vampire Survivors. Hell Survivors. yeah. Hell yeah. Though that comes out like the day of the Game Awards, I think. Right. Isn't it? I mean, but but it's also like, you know, they're also nominated for stuff, too. So what better time to get publicity and be like, oh, while you're watching you can download this like right now. Yeah, that's true. Like that. So since you're getting it in front of thousands of people, Shannon, this entire time has been uh, thoughtfully stroking his beard. So I'm curious to see what he's come up with. That's the thing. I don't have anything. Like I'm just trying to, to think about something that I would like to see, but like I have so many games right now. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't oh, I want know. any more games, but uh, I mean, yeah, it's like, it's like you never go grocery shopping hungry. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm sated right now. Like, I can't think of any video games that I want to come out. I mean, Fire Emblem's already coming out. I would like to see more Fire Emblem. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'd like to see something about that. But, like, as far as, like, what's going to happen throughout the rest of the year, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I think, not necessarily for the rest of the year, but I think you might get a trailer or two for games that have been announced. Like, I could see about now being a good time to drop Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. You know, the... The, the sequel to the PS4 game from what was that 2018 that, that came out? Um, maybe you know, something that is supposed to come out this year, maybe it's a good time for a Diablo 4 trailer update. Yeah, that'd be good. Something like that. Um, I don't know, man. Like, there's been a lot, there's been a ton of stuff like announced and then we've all forgotten. Like, hey, remember Star Wars Jedi Survivor? <laughs> That's that's a game that got announced and then would, everyone was like, what? Huh? I would like them to tease maybe a new Switch console coming in 2023. You and me both. This is <laughs> Nintendo would Nintendo wouldn't do that there. Yeah. Though. That yeah, would be um, their own deal. Like Nintendo really loves controlling the message. Like I would love to see a new like Mario game. The movie's coming out. Give us the new game to go with the movie. They're not going to do that here. You know, it's just Nintendo wants to control every aspect of the message. I was saying we might get like a peek at like the first DLC or whatever for like Mario and Rabbids. Yeah. Or Silent Hill. Maybe we'll get like some oh. like one of the like five Silent Hill games that they totally. announced not that long ago. You know, the one that's always been floating out there in the ether that you hear whispers and rumors of every time one of these, uh, E3 game award seasons come around is the Bioshock game. <laughs> you know, according, according to press, there's been like five different titles it's worked under. They've changed settings two or three times. It's, but apparently they're making a Bioshock and it's one of those things where it's like, are they ever going to show us what that is? And you know, they're making a Netflix show about it now or a Netflix movie. So I could see maybe a tie-in thing there. I don't know. Just a You're thought. You're probably going to see more Street Fighter 2. Oh, yeah. The Street Fighter 6 stuff, for sure. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, that... I could see them ending with um, a Silk Song trailer. <sighs> that game's not real. That game's not real. 
Last Xbox said it was supposed to come out this year, and they haven't changed it to whatever, <laughs> yeah. dude. I mean, no I mean, one was really expecting it to come out this year, though. Until that game appears in my hands or on my screen, <laughs> I will not believe it exists. And even then, I don't know <laughs> if I'll believe it exists. Um, and what about the Kojima stuff? Because he's been posting random things that he's making games and everyone, no one knows if it's Death Stranding 2 or like some brand new thing. Well, he's yeah, working with uh, Microsoft now, right? Like, I mean, before he was exclusively with like PlayStation or Sony, but now he's kind of that's up and he's going back to work with Microsoft. Well, I think Microsoft is paying him for a game. Mm. But my understanding, though, is Kojima Studios is probably big enough now to handle a couple projects. So, I mean, we'll see. But yeah, I saw he posted on Twitter that he was with uh, Jordan Peele and stuff like yeah. in his office. So I'm like, and he's been doing, you know, a bunch of horror stuff. So that'd be kind of cool if he collaborated with him on something that he's working on. That would be kind of rad. Um, well, but also he just seems to really like hanging out with celebrities. So I don't know. That is also true. Like his whole Twitter feed is like me hanging out with this Hollywood personality, me taking photos with this guy from, you know, this recording artist. And it's like, okay, great. And then, and then all the mentions being like, is this the next project? Is this guy in metal gear? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, he just got coffee and Jordan Peele was there, you know, like, it's like, what are we doing? Um, But he, I mean, Keely has said there's, 30 or 40 announcements happening in this thing. So, <laughs> and how many awards categories are there? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> I mean, when asked, Keely was like, awards? <laughs> um, yeah. So we'll find out. Uh, but yes, Vampire Survivors is getting its own DLC, as Justin mentioned before. And, and I had to separate this out from the pack because we're talking about the game of the year here and it's getting its first full DLC set legacy of the moon spell, which uh, I don't know why both of you are laughing and shaking your heads at me. It doesn't hmm. because it's just so matter of fact, like that it, it's already I, won. I mean, yes, I don't, I'm confused. I don't, hmm. I don't. I just find it hard for it to be game of the year when I haven't played it at all. So I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> at this point, it's getting zero points for me. I'm just saying. I mean, <laughs> that that sounds like a your problem, not a my problem. I mean, I'm and, not trying to sandbag this, but like. <laughs> but you're not trying not to sandbag it either. That's. I mean, I'm looking. It's right on my desktop. I can see it right there. Uh-huh. You've been looking at it for like three months. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> but anyway, Legacy of the Moon spell takes uh, adds new maps, uh, which looks like in a uh, Asian flavor. It's giving uh, you know a lot of snowy areas from the from the screen caps. It's giving you eight new characters. Uh, 13 new weapons and all for the low, low price of $1 and 99 cents. I'm getting choked up talking about it. $1 and 99 cents, <laughs> uh, which, you know, tossing on top of the two ninety nine I paid for it initially, man, they're really price gouging me. These guys, <laughs> but, 
But yeah, uh, fantastic, fantastic stuff. I am very excited to dig back in because I love that damn game. It's really good. Um, the uh, Circling back, Justin, the Elden Ring Coliseum stuff, is that paid DLC or are they just adding that? No, it's just free. Oh, that's rad. Yeah, I, I say DLC, but I think it's more of like a update thing that they're doing, but it seems like... It's like uh, adding, adding a mode, yeah, essentially. Yeah, it seems like a little more substantial than just like, you know, oh, bug fixes and like whatever kind of update, so... Sure. Um, so, did you see that Microsoft was raising game prices to 70 bucks now to match Sony? <laughs> what games do they have that they could charge $70 for? Forza. <laughs> um, well, I think this is the move they're doing with knowledge that 2023 is going to see them release a lot more. So they're getting out in front of it right now. So when games start hitting in a couple months, they can be like, no, the price has been $70 for a while. I don't know why everyone's complaining. And yeah. Yeah. When you release zero games in a year, like the next year, when you release like one, that is a significant increase from <laughs> they're like, you did. hear me out. You can buy gears of war six for $70. Or just download it on Game Pass day one. <laughs> Which is 100% their model. Like, that's absolutely what they want. Trust me, that's you're going to hear that drum being banged loudly when Starfield drops in November. Assuming it still does. Assuming they get to release Starfield in November, it's going to be like, hey, hey, hey. You know you could just download that on Game Pass. Try it over there. Just... One dollar for three months. Yeah, one dollar <laughs> for three months, baby. Hit that download button. Um, and well, I mean, they're supposed to have Starfield and Forza, and uh, yep, I think it's all <laughs> I can think of right now. But... It's sad that they spend all that money to to acquire all these studios, and that's what they have in their lineup for twenty twenty three. Well. That's all that we know of for 2023. I mean, my, I think they learned from Halo and they probably learned from Nintendo. Just shut the fuck up until it's ready. You know what? Like, hey, we got this game. Oh, wait, you all think it looks like ass? Oh, shit. Now I have to put it on the ice for a year? For one whole oh, and you all forgot about it. Oh, and it's still not done. It's the whole cyberpunk thing again, Mm -hmm. where they know they can't release half finished games anymore, which by the way is why Starfield did not come out last year. I guarantee you that. Um, and now you have a bunch of companies working in silence, essentially. You know, like they like we talked, they that Jedi game got announced, you know, Hey, remember the, the team of, uh, like the crime syndicate game that they were making where it was like a bunch of seventies stuff going around a room. And it's like bank robbers that they announced three years ago and poof, no one has talked about it. Said like that game's getting made somewhere. Hey, remember when they said we're making fable four years ago, and you haven't seen a screen cap of it since like, you know, it, it, they've got stuff, but I think, I think the, the Mario, you know, origami King model of like, Hey, that comes out in six weeks. It's done. I, I think that works a lot better in today's world than here's a thing. We'll see you in three years. 
Yeah, I mean, it's that's fine and all as long as you have something to put out. I mean, just say something. Yeah. Dude, when you were listing all those off, it made me sit there and I'm like, man, you know what name I haven't heard in a minute? I was like, Hellblade 2. There's a, a perfect <laughs> example. Like six years ago. <laughs> like, well, well, it was on the Game Awards, what, two years ago where they showed mm-hmm. gameplay, right? Yeah. Where it was fighting the big giant baby thing. And then that's been dead. And, and the thing that's weird about that is even Microsoft isn't mentioning it anymore. It's not like it's fallen out of public consciousness. Like even Microsoft is like, they're still working on it. Anyway, let me tell you about the latest season for halo. That's been nine months now. <laughs> yeah. You know, like they, they're like, it's weird that no one wants to do that. And, and the actress is on Twitter. Like her screen cap worked ended years ago. So what the hell is going on? at this point. I mean, I can better be banging when it drops. Like, I don't even know. It's like they're trying some new like physics thing that like they haven't been able to iron out yet. And they're just kind of trying to, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like avatar. They're like, we had to develop the technology to film underwater before we can release the game. <laughs> this shot with water cost me a hundred thousand dollars for 10 seconds. Yeah. I don't even know, man. That Microsoft, I mean, I I feel like we have this conversation a lot, but I think we have it a lot because it's just such a conundrum. Like, how have you spent all that money and you've got zero out of it? (laughs) Like, I mean, I give, we joke a lot about, you know, the devolvers of the world. Well, Justin's predilection for the devolvers of the world, but they're cranking out content. Like that shit comes out. Granted. You're dealing with some, you know, 16-bit bullshit, but it it comes out. They're making them. Like, Microsoft isn't even putting out small games. There's not even, like, the little the little things coming out. So, I don't know. I mean, I mean, that's the thing. They spent all their money on, like, getting these companies. Like, they can't they can't put anything out. Like, they, these companies got to start producing for them. And, you know, I don't know what Microsoft's deal is with, you know, how or how you know in depth they want to be involved in the process of developing the games that they bought but you know it just seems like there's you know they multiplied the length of these development cycles um just to kind of get on board and get up to speed and i think it's hurting them like you know it's like microsoft is great like for game pass right like you get to play all these games that like all these other people are playing, but there's nothing original, right? There's nothing drawing people there. So, you know, after a while, I believe, you know, your, your, your pool dries up. I mean, granted, there's a, there's a a hefty amount of games, but like your, your user base is going to get bored. Right. Um, So, I mean, it's, you're, you're, you're kind of running the clock out on yourself at this point. Um, you know, and you know, at, at, at a certain point I was worried for PlayStation or Sony, you know, I was worried for the switch and Nintendo because like Microsoft had such a bold strategy and it seemed to be working and it seemed to be gaining so much momentum. And here we are, like, I mean, now we're in the doldrums and it just doesn't really seem like they've gotten enough steam. It almost seems like it's dying down. Like I let my, I let my game pass subscription expire. Like I haven't re-upped it. So it's like, you know, I'm wondering how many other people are kind of feeling the same way. Get me back, Microsoft. That's all I got to say. Get me back. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
I mean, I was like, that's pretty true. You know, Sony just released God of War. I'm like, Nintendo released the buggiest Pokemon to date, but it fucking moved units. Mm-hmm. Well, and and it has what a lot of games don't have. It's still fun. It's buggy as hell, but like the game's still fun to play, especially on the go or handheld mode, which is what Nintendo has over everyone else. Um Sony has first party over everyone else. I mean, I don't like them, but the last of us games sell gangbusters, you know, Ragnarok, you've got even ratchet and clank. Great first party exclusive game. The, the weird thing with this console generation though, is there isn't a console generation. Cause you know, Ragnarok, ratchet and clank, everything I just listed, both PS4 and PS5. Mm-hmm. You know, Midnight Suns, which we're going to talk about in a bit, is the first game I can think of where it's only this generation. PS5 and Xbox Series, blah, blah, blah. Um, there, I think there's said they're making a Switch version of it as well. Oh. But, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. And it's, that's, I mean, what was it? Returnal. Returnal's the only, only on PS5, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Microsoft's whole thing is whatever Xbox you have, it'll play that version or it'll play a version that works with that Xbox. So I don't know. It's, it's confounding. I hope, I hope the game awards gives us some clarity. I hope we come away from it being like, holy shit, Microsoft's bringing Wolfenstein three and you know, that, that type of stuff. Like, you know, machine games has been working in silence all this time. And here's the new Wolfenstein boom, you know, or here's the next doom or here's the upgraded quake. Like we're, we're doing it. Elder Scrolls six. I mean, <laughs> I think you're a ways away from that. Maybe, maybe they need to get Starfield out first. You're like stick to silk song, Justin. <laughs> you're dreaming too big. Well, the thing is, is in, I don't know in my lifetime, but in yours, you will probably see Elder Scrolls (laughs) 6. At least I have comfort in that. Yeah, right. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I I just thought that was an interesting thing. And that was a, I felt like that was a good conversation. Um, So for our game awards, gentlemen, I had a question. Do we have any suggestions for top, for like categories? Because I'll be honest, my Justin Carter 16-bit bullshit game of the year <laughs> should be a category. I mean, I'm I'm all for that. I also love <laughs> our staple, um, yeah, like most dis- biggest flop, most yeah. disappointing like game of the year. I love how that's two different things, by the way. <laughs> like biggest flop and most well, disappointing. Like, it has to be now. <laughs> yeah. the last couple of years, it's like it's getting harder and harder to like just discern it. It needs to have exactly. different categories. I mean, you definitely got to put in there like a category for um, like 1.0s <laughs> because like, I mean, or like a good or point. beta releases early or access. early, early yeah. access. Um, and I think also we should put in a game uh, that we thought came out this year, but didn't that we played that we liked yeah, <laughs> because that's a good one. I, that'll make me feel a lot better about some of my choices. <laughs> the, the 2022, 2021 game of the year. Yes. Right. <laughs> Outriders, baby. Uh, but yeah. Didn't uh, Outriders come out in 2020? 
Is that 2021? <laughs> now, now I gotta look it up. I don't know. Yeah, look it up. He's like, please don't, please don't. <laughs> so they don't embarrass me on the show. Um, no, that's what I'm here for, babe. Uh, <laughs> that's my bread and butter. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, you could do like best like Nintendo. Like, I mean, we could do each category like each one on their own. Like, which game was like best for each console that you played? I don't know. That might be fun. A- April 2021. Shannon, yes. so um i could also do something for like music or like art direction things yeah like i that. would see my problem is i was like oh we could do like most addicting but i already know what's gonna fucking win so power wash it's simulator like, baby is that a point snap um oh I, I guess that's true <laughs> i was gonna say vampire survivors no. was the one i was thinking I, was for most addictive with. marvel snap dude Oh, Snap's right, got that I, hair, got that like, hair right. on. Let's, let's put the category then. Right. I know, you know, I know Robbie's been, I don't know if he's been playing Snap, but I know mm. he played Vampire Survivors, so. Yeah, Robbie, I don't think Robbie plays the Snaps. I mean, Tinykin was pretty addictive for that hot minute until I beat it. Like, it was all <laughs> I could play there until I beat it, so. There's there's been some good ones. There's been some good ones this year. That's a good category. Yeah, let's do that. Mm-hmm. So okay, we've got the Justin Carter 16-bit bullshit game of the year. <laughs> <laughs> we've got the the most addictive game of the year. You got your beta game of the year. Yep. Your early yeah. access game of the year. I feel like I we need to come up with fun category names for all these. Biggest regret game I'm of the year. It. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they, that's a good one for Shannon. Like, yeah. regrettable yeah. purchase of the year. <laughs> yeah. the, the Shannon so Moore, the Shannon Moore burnt money pile of the year. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I think we should also have a most likely to come out in 2023 one, and it'll. Have oh. to, like, do you think this is honestly coming out next year? Uh, since we're keeping, since we Robbie always keeps score, we should have him. We should each take a stab, like a bet of what comes out like get a list of games we'll put it up we'll see like okay everyone pick like two games that they think are gonna and we'll do it like a draft like it'll be like yeah. shannon then justin then robbie then me you know jordan you get it jordan, on that yeah. yeah it'll be good i like it i mean that's gonna be like i mean that right there is gonna be like a four-hour podcast <laughs> I mean, we can, I, so all that was the other thing uh well, Welcome, to, welcome to the behind the curtain, everyone. Um, so that was the other thing I was looking at is maybe we could record this one January eighth. Because just looking at the calendar, I don't know if this is happening in December. You guys, just with everything that's going on and like no. the stuff, I still got to play. And so that would be uh, that would be the Sunday after New Year's. Mm-hmm. New Year's is on a Sunday, so. I mean, I'm fine. I, I, it, to me, it doesn't matter what weekend in January we do it, as long mm-hmm. as we get it out in January. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Know, so, I mean, it gives it gives people more time to play their games that they got for Christmas, and mm-hmm. you know, kind of allows them to chime in on our Discord channels, and you know, for sure, it, it allows for, for more. Uh, uh, you know, the, the the more we hold off, it allows for more participation. So, uh, I'm fine with any date in January. Would that work with you, Justin? Or are you going to be, you know, riding with five dogs 
four days and nights <laughs> out into the wilds of South Dakota I'm or something. Done with that. Okay. No, that uh, that works for me, and I think that also kind of because let me tell you, man, a lot of stuff has and still is coming out yeah, in December, yeah. so it's like it's been hard to keep up. With oh, I'm I'm already drowning, and they're like Vampire Survivors DLC, and I'm like, fuck, God, really, really, in December. I totally assumed that was going to be like February or something. And they're like two weeks, baby. And I'm like, Oh no, <laughs> I know. I'm like, why this month? Right. Why do you do this? Cry softly into, into my keyboard. Um, well, shall we talk a little bit about what we've been playing? Yeah. All right. Well, I'll just get myself out of the way because I'm still playing, working my way through God of War and uh, Pokemon Scarlet. Scarlet continues to be incredibly buggy, but incredibly fun. Um, I haven't actually done shit. Like I'm literally just doing badges when I catch things that I need to control. Um, Cause that's been the most fun part of the game for me. It's just like filling out the Pokedex, just running around catching shit. And, and the game is really good at giving you a variety in different areas. So it's, it's been almost a little, my little like replaced the, uh, what Shannon help me. I'm blanking. What's the bullshit pick cross a uh, pick cross. It's, it's, oh, yeah. uh, help me replace my pick cross addiction. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of the night, I just like, Oh, I'm just going to catch like 10 different kinds of Pokemon and go to bed. That sort of thing. Um, low stakes and God of war is still fucking amazing. Like, Robbie's playing it. Shannon, you're not, right? I am. Oh, you are? You are, yeah. I I really want to do a spoiler cast once we've all wrapped that game. Because even if it's fucking six months from now, like, I really want to do it. Because that, that story does things. It's it's pretty damn awesome. Yeah, I got, I got my vacation coming up uh, between Christmas and New Year's. And I plan on getting an insane amount of God of War done. I've had to stay very disciplined and just do the story because that game is so easy to just, I'm just going to take a left here and see what's over here. Oh, Hey, there's another 12 hours of side content. You know, that, that game does that very, very easily. So Mm -hmm. it's, uh, I'm having to stay very disciplined to see the story through to the end. Cause I, I don't want this to be a 120 hour experience. And I have a feeling it could be if I just said, I'm going to do everything in here. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that game, that's, that's that game and cult of the lamb and, uh, horizon are the ones I really want to finish before game mm. of the year horizon. I'm close. Cult of the lamb. I'm close, but God of the war, God of the War. God of War. Uh, God of War, I feel like I'm, God, maybe 10 more hours, 15. Maybe. I, I, that's the other thing is I have no idea like how far I am in the story. It could, mm-hmm. it could wrap up real soon. It could totally just keep going. I, I have no clue where I'm at. So, um, But I'm probably 25, 30 hours in at this point. So I feel like it can't go too much longer. All the, all those, like the last God of War game was in that 40 to 50 range. I feel, Mm -hmm. I think they said that this one was kind of the same. Okay. So yeah, I mean, yeah, 
I just, I, I, yeah, I'm like, I, I follow the same problem that you do. I get in the mm-hmm. boat and I'm just like, I should probably just go over there. And I'm like, nope. And I see something shiny and I'm like, ooh, let's go uh, there. And then like, I was yeah. just about to say, you see that little shiny thing on the shore and you're like, oh, what's that? And next thing you know, five hours have gone by. Yeah, pretty much. And it's like, you know, I'm too stubborn to stop. So if I get someplace that's tough, I'm just like, nope, I got to do it. I found myself here. Like, I'm probably never mm-hmm. going to come back to this if I don't come back here. If I don't, if I don't finish it right now. So let's just do it. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, but yeah, that's, that's all I've been doing. Uh, Shannon, what about yourself? Uh, so yeah, it's a smattering of God of War here. They're still playing Pokemon. Um, Dude, I must have gone like last week when I was talking to you guys about being frustrated with the overpowered Pokemon. I must have gone like the exact opposite way that they wanted you to go on the map because like the first like after I did like the lady with the cupcakes and the bug like uh, bug type Pokemon or no grass type or whatever. Like I went and did like the water village and like the water dude was like level 35. Like his Pokemon were like level 35 and they were super annoying. And my guys were like level 17 and I was just getting rocked. (laughs) So like I went out into the desert and like powered up all of my Pokemon and then I hadn't completed any badges. So none of my Pokemon were listening to me. So I was like, shit, like what is the problem? Like where, where am I doing this wrong? Cause I'm not having fun playing this at all. So then I looked at the map and then there were like numbers, right? Like they started to number like the sections. And I was like, oh, like I'm all the way at like number 20 and I need to be over here at like number one. So I went to number one, dude, like that gym was like the strongest Pokemon in that gym was like level seven. So like my level like 22, like dude was just like, boom, like kicked his teeth in. I was like, oh, okay, now I see where I'm supposed to be going. So I got like maybe like five or six gyms like done now. And I got like uh, three or four of the um, like Titan Pokemon like destroyed. And I've done four of the. Yeah, so I've gotten like four herbs four of the five herbs. Man, you're, like put, you're putting in that work. I've only got like two of those dudes. I got like yeah, the, well, the dude, crab the and the earthworm. Yeah, I'm like so angry right now. I was just like, I was like, once I figured out where I was supposed to go and like the game kind of just had that progression because everything was so overpowered. I was like, everything's my bitch now. <laughs> like <laughs> only problem I have is like all my Pokemon are so strong that I can't catch like some of the Pokemon that I want to catch that are lower level. So I'm just kind of hoping that I find their evolved form somewhere else or I find them later on in another area but stronger so uh you know i'm just trying to do that but um the other big game that came out this week that nobody's talking about uh was uh marvel's midnight suns um so i picked that up that was a 70 dollars game uh and Mm -hmm. it is um i mean like i do i do not regret my purchase i'll tell you that right now um i i'm enjoying it it's uh story it's the the story is interesting it's uh you know they kind of went with this whole like i mean apparently this is like you know a known comic book like thread um and the character they basically rope you in as the the hunter so basically you're the one that's going to bring the reckoning and you're going to kill the lilith uh, who's like the head of the you know the the main witch She's supposed to be your mom. Um, you were raised by your aunt to basically kill your mom. Um, you fought in a battle 300 years ago. Like you died stopping uh, stopping your mother. 
she got in lo uh, locked in a tomb. You got locked in a tomb. Um, basically, she's awake, so they wake you up to to fight her. Um, isn't isn't Lilith the like main antagonist in Diablo Four too? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's funny. Okay, but it's a big um, a big year for Lilith. Yeah. So um, so basically. You start out, um, your characters that you get are Doctor Strange, Iron Man, and um, I think, who is the third? Uh, no, uh, whoever. It doesn't matter. Um, but, uh, you know, it's kind of, it runs into that same problem where, like, you know, everybody's, like, close to, like, their, like, Marvel Cinematic Universe character, but not quite. Um, like, Doctor Strange is a little strange. But like, you know, not like the Benedict Cumberbatch look. He's still like got that same air of like pompousness, like in confidence. But at the same time, it's just something's just a little off. Iron Man looks like totally stiff in his Iron Man suit, like doesn't have that. You know, he, he, he seems robotic, really. Um, the animation is and the graphics aren't what I would expect after seeing God of War um, and not, you know, paying as much for for a game like that um so it's kind of a bummer to see those graphics and to see like the hair physics and you know the 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 overall like rendering not as as crisp as i would like so that's kind of a bummer um the part that is fun and interesting to me is the kind is the combat um so you get into this uh map and basically what happens is the enemies will be on the screen your characters for that particular mission will show up um, and then you get to um, move one of your characters. So there's one move set in the match uh, per round. You can move one of your characters and then you get um, three card plays uh, in a round and you have um, action points and damage points. Um, you have quick attacks and then you have like po more powerful attacks that um, you have to acquire heroism points for. And each card will give you at least one heroism point. Um, some of them will give you more depending on, um, you know, the type of of uh, of uh, attack it is. So, um, you know, Dr. Strange, um, he had his attack ability doesn't really do any damage to anybody unless you knock them into either another enemy or um, some type of um, obstacle on the map. So with him, you always kind of want to position him in a spot where like, you're going to be able to push like one of the enemies into another enemy. So there's some strategy there. Uh, Iron Man is basically like a tank. And then, you know, he's got his repulsor beam, which basically will do like, you know, certain amount of damage. I think it's like, you know, five damage or whatever to an enemy. And then uh, once your heroism points get built up, he basically does like a total, like he, he hits every enemy on the map, essentially with the missiles that shoot out of his back. Um, and then uh, Blade basically has um, like, he will stake somebody, which is kind of cool because he jumps on him and stabs him through the heart with a stake. Uh, and then he will take their life and heal himself, which is kind of useful in battles. Um, so there's, a, you know, the, the characters that I'm getting right now are pretty cool and they're pretty interesting. Um, the, the one gripe I've heard is that the, um, the battling gets, seems stale. Um, and there's not a lot of moves for each of the characters, but at the same time, there's a crap ton of characters that you can unlock, uh, as the story progresses. I mean, right now I only have like, I think four or five characters that I can choose from. Um, but 
you know, they're that right now it's interesting because I'm still trying to figure out the mechanics and I'm still trying to understand how all the which characters like best um, coordinate with other characters. Um, they all kind of seem disconnected right now, like Doctor Strange and Blade and like your your hunter character really don't like mesh well, like your character is kind of like the healer, like paladin kind of thing, like you can attack, but you can also heal. Um Doctor Strange kind of seems like he's more like crowd control. Um, you know, Iron Man's more of a tank. Uh, you know, Blade is kind of more of like, um, you know, he's he kind of, you know, is good on like one on one combat. So I would kind of say he's more like a rogue. Like, you know, he kind of likes to be around the perimeter. Um, like the first big boss that you fight is uh, the Venom um, symbiote, like uh, that's t- been taken over by Lilith. He's got these big ass horns on his head. Um, and you know, he's, he was, he wasn't really too challenging of a fight, but like, you can see how the mechanics like can play out in your favor. If you, if you use the environment to your advantage correctly, but you can also see how it can go horribly wrong. Um, you know, only having, only being able to move like one character, um, you kind of have to be a little bit more, uh, like forward thinking about how enemies are going to react and which ones you want to take out. Um, sometimes it's not always best to focus on, you know, the the big bad in the middle of the screen. Sometimes you got to take out the fodder because uh, that stuff can build up pretty fast. But I mean, I'm having a good time with it. There's a you know, there's it's it's kind of got like this hub world where um, you're basically at like the uh, this haunted grounds, like witch grounds. Um, and you have like a training area where you can level up your abilities. You have the um, of like a of uh, forge where you can make new cards and you know use resources to get new abilities and skills um and then you know there's uh, it's also kind of like open worldy in that area so you can like roam around and you can talk to the characters and get more backstory um you have friendship points that you can get with the um with the characters so like the more friendship points you get like the stronger your abilities become the better you your team works together so, you know, you got to have to like talk to people and make the right decisions in their skill trees or in like their conversation trees. So there's a lot there. Like it's it's a busy game. Like there's a lot of meat on that bone. Like I don't know how long the story is. The card battling system is fun. I think Justin would like that a lot. Um, but yeah, it's it's you know, it's good. And I feel bad that it's not getting a lot of coverage. I mean, from everything you were talking about, like, do you feel like there's too many systems? Like, that sounds like a lot to keep. I mean, it's hard to tell right now because it's so early in the game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel that they do a pretty good job of not inundating you with, like, too much in the beginning. Like, it's kind of just broken out as the story goes in the beginning. Like, you can go here and this because, like, you wake up and you're in chainmail, right? It's 300 mm-hmm. years ago that you did your last battle. And, like, Tony Stark is like, come to the forge. I'll get you some new armor. So like you go there, you get your new armor and they're like, yeah, you you ever want to upgrade anything? Come back here. And then it's like you bounce to like the next thing. And it's like, go talk to Carol Danvers and you go out there and talk to Ms. Marvel. And she's like, yeah, if you want to like get stronger, like here's where come see me. And then like you go see Blade and Blade's like, yeah, if you want to like train like your other people or, or you want to upgrade your cards, like come see me. And then like you're out doing a mission. Right. So it's like. Your systems are there. They're really easy and straightforward to understand. It's not like you really have to think about it too much. It's like go out and get the tchotchkes and then come back and like mm-hmm. strengthen your characters. Um, but like I said, I've only put maybe like four hours into the game. So it's, you know, 
It's not like I okay. can really tell you if it gets worse. Hmm. Okay. It just, as you were going through all that, I'm sitting there like, I don't know if that sounds fun to me. That just sounds like a lot. Yeah. I mean, it, like I'll tell you in the beginning it is, I mean like they're, they're doing a lot, right? Like they're, mm-hmm. they're trying to get that story down so that you feel invested with these characters. Um, but ultimately all I wanted to do was just do the, the, the missions, right? Just fight, punch, kick. And like, that's fun. Like that's the fun part of the thing, right? Like, and they do a good job of like doing a, a tutorial here and then letting you do a mission. Um, the, the thing I find surprising is it seems like Mario and Rabbids is way more like a Firaxis game than this game who is made <laughs> by Firaxis. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's, that's uh, yeah. surprising to me. Yeah, it's yeah, it's definitely it's weird, but it I mean, it's all right. I mean, I like I said, I don't think $70 is the right price tag for this game um, because it doesn't look like to me. It doesn't look like a $70 game like mm. God of War. I would pay $70 for, for God of War. Easy all day. But like this one, like I don't I, I just I don't see it, which is right. unfortunate. Justin, does this sound like a game you would play? I don't know. Uh, it sounds like I would definitely check it out, but I think mm. Shannon's right. From like what it sounds like, man, this sounds like perfect at like the $34.99 yeah, yeah. price range. Speaking of another game that sounded like a perfect $34.99 title, Justin, why don't you tell us what you've been playing? <laughs> so I uh, got to hang out over at a Shrimp Fried Mats on Monday, and mm-hmm. he purchased the callisto protocol ah. so i was like i don't have to pay 70 dollars <laughs> like every time i come over to matt's i'll just play it a little bit so i spent the afternoon playing the callisto protocol and i mean i'm not oh ready. that pregnant that pregnant pause and the yeah. sigh oh no oh no I, I was so excited for it like mm-hmm. we both and yes, the day, absolutely. The day it came out, man, like the embargo, like lifted on it. the The most concerning thing to me initially was that there really wasn't a lot of reviews for it. Like and like, especially leading up to it and stuff. I'm like, dude, and, I have heard and the ones all. and the ones that were there were not great. Yeah, the ones that were there were not that favorable. And then it came out, and then on Steam, I guess on PC. It just has all sorts of like cyberpunk, like stuttering frame issues and stuff. So it's just been getting bombarded with negative reviews on Steam. Um, I played it on PS5. I thought, you know, it ran like really well on PS5 and stuff. Like I didn't have any issues with that. Uh, Playing it though it's so weird because it's one of those things where usually when something's trying to be like something else, they just, you either a lean fully into it and you're like, yeah, we know what we're doing, but we're doing it really good. And then there's the, okay, well, you know, we are trying to be this, but we're going to tweak enough stuff to be like, well, no, well, we're not really like that. Cause we mm-hmm. did it like this instead of like this. And that's kind of more the, I wish they would have taken the, yeah, it's basically dead space four and just fully like pushed through it and stuff and did that. But instead I feel like they tried to 
like make melee combat like more prevalent like that's your primary like what you're primarily doing when you're fighting is melee um i'm there's only eight chapters in the entire game Mm -hmm. and i got to i think i'm at like the very end of chapter two about to do three and, and this is in what, like three hours, four hours? Uh, I played for like an afternoon. So yeah, probably about like four, four and a half hours, something like that. So, uh, guessing something like two hours a chapter. Yeah. And okay. that was okay. also with me getting my shit kicked in in some parts. So. <laughs> sure. <laughs> dude, let me tell you, man, dude, like there's times where it's like they want you to like stealth and you can stealth up on stuff and do kind of like an insta kill. The, the combat, though, is very, like, punch out is what happens, like, monster run, and you can kind of dodge to the left or to the right, and they kind of want you to do this, like, dodge, swing, swing, like, dodge in the other direction, swing. I can't figure out, like, how it works, though, in the sense that, like, the dodging work, like, that works, but what's weird to me is some enemies, like, I'll hit them three times, and they're done. They're dead that but then i'll come across like that same enemy like at a different point and it's like dude i hit them like six fucking seven times and they just will not go down so like the range of i don't know like hp i'm like am i doing more damage at certain points i have no idea and it's hard when there's multiple of them coming at you and like what they want you to do like the only other weapon i have besides the melee weapon right now is i have a pistol and it only holds six bullets and it's not like super if like you can't you're not going to sit there and like unload a full clip on something and kill it like they want you to like hit 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 and then after you hit something enough times it will like auto lock onto like the weakest part of the body or like whatever and then you can like pull out your gun and then it'll just auto kind of shoot wherever it's aiming to do damage but there's times where it's like i'm hit hit Oh, it aimed for the head. Perfect. I shoot it in the fucking head. It's not dead. And it's like, I go through that a second time and it's still not dead. And it's like, dude, I only have six bullets and I'm like hitting your swing. And I'm like, why is it so strong? Like, why do you feel so weak? Like, I don't understand. Like, it's just maddening to me. You know, you bring up a good point because that was kind of the secret sauce for dead space was the first weapon they gave you was also the best weapon. And, and it's interesting to me that they would choose to focus on the one style of combat in dead space that kind of wasn't fun, which was the melee combat. I mean, it was fun to stomp things, yeah, but fighting hand to hand just was never an option. I chose in dead space, the cutter, the cutter gun. The first thing you get is, the best gun and like i've gone through dead space multiple times using just that but you know dead space gave you a bunch of weapons to use and maybe maybe you'll get some as the game opens up but just being like hey here's a crowbar go beat some shit like that doesn't sound appealing well and that's what's like so weird is because you know like you said in dead space within the first hour like and a half like you have three weapons Mm -hmm. in dead space by that point it's like this i'm already like five hours in and it's like i only have two weapons and that's the problem it's like if i had like another gun of some sort like the six bullets wouldn't 
bother me so bad because I just switch to the other gun or whatever. Sure. But the fact that that's my only option is like I don't know what they want me to do. And there's tons of like I saw other people's complaints and I kind of had some of the same. Like there's like tons of like it loves doing like once it gets you like once with something like oh you open a chest and there's like a little face hugger thing drop jumps out and grabs your face and you kind of go through this event where you're mashed in triangle or whatever trying to get it off your face and it's like eating your health away yeah Mm -hmm. that's cute the first time that happens but the third or fourth time (laughs) like when you go to open something and that happens and you're already at half health like the entire time I played the game, I was pretty much at half or less health <laughs> because there's next there's next to no health. Like enemies drop health and stuff sometimes when you smash them, but um, like on the wall and stuff sometimes there will be like a like little gun that you inject yourself with the health, but you can only carry I think one one of those at a time. So if you already have one, cool, use it and then grab the new one I guess, but you can't carry multiple with you and like you know stuff drops health some like there's times where i needed bullets and i'm like stomping on stuff i'm like give me bullets give me bullets and no it just gave me credits or something i'm like dude come on man and you unlocks like i unlocked the stasis hand thing and it's all right like it's similar to dead spaces but it's like a little like dead space it's a lot smoother like this is a little more jankier um doing it but they like really want you like the area I stopped at. They really want you to. They're giving me waves of enemies, like waves that like three or four at a time for me to kill. And I have to. Someone's opening the door, and you have to stand there. And they're like, mm. "Oh man, well this is fucked up. Well you gotta hold your own while we open the door." And I'm fighting these waves of things, and there's clearly traps everywhere on the walls or whatever that they want me to fling these bodies into. But the amount that you can time that you have the stasis is so small and it auto recharges after like a little while and stuff. But the amount of throwing and grabbing that they want me to do is not equivalent to the number of enemies they're throwing at me. So like my stasis is like empty and it's like I can like I'm at the point where I can't pick people up and throw them. I can kind of just grab them very shortly to kind of like disrupt their attack and then keep swinging on them. But I just kept dying and dying because it's like after like the third wave like finally got me. It's like, dude, I have next to no health. Like I can't throw these guys like you want me to. If you want me to do this, put a fucking charging station on the wall. Right. The, where between waves I can refill my stasis so then it's good to go. I'm oh, like, you mean like you oh, that? you mean like dead space. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's what's so frustrating is because it's things that have already been figured out. Like if this game came out 20 years ago or whatever like cool like i would whatever shortcomings it's like cool i would but it's like dead space already did dead space one did this and it did it better and it's like i get that you know you guys worked on this and you really like you want the connection but you don't want it to be like that but i'm like dude just fully lean into the fact that it's dead space just do it because the fact a lot of stuff right (laughs) did it feel like they were changing stuff just to change it like that's kind of the feeling like like, I get, like, the more melee kind of style and stuff, I guess, makes it, like, you're not a minor, like, whatever. You're in prison. But I feel like some of the directions they went were heavily influenced on trying to be different than Dead Space. And I don't mm-hmm. think it worked out. And story-wise, like, I know Robbie was like, I want to be, like, dude, there's not really... So far, in the five hours I've played, there's not really a story. It's more, you were some pilot dude who was doing some you were paid money to go fly some shit somewhere some cargo 
uh there's these like terrorist people or whatever who tried to like board your plane so you ended up crashing on this prison planet and they take her and the, her being kimiko from the boys is in the game and it's uh-huh. her and so they take her and you and your prisoners now at this what's it called black black iron prison or whatever because the little thing says bip which i always think so i'm like ah the old bip <laughs> uh, so you're there and while you're there they you know do the thing in your neck and whatever but then you like pass out and then when you wake up everything's like on fire and there's been like some sort of prison riot it's like happening and mutated things are running around like smashing people and killing them and you're trying to like get off the planet basically which is like what i'm doing and i'm working with one of the other prisoners to try and like get the hell out of here mm. but like that's the extent of this like i know nothing about what we were carrying like who i really am who oh. the terrorist person is like i've got none of that information yet uh, i'll be honest i feel like i'm just gonna wait for the dead space remake in february <laughs> at this point pretty much do you feel the combat the the combat in the game is janky because that's one of the big complaints i hear is that people complain that like the the fighting is weird the hitboxes are like not accurate um like yeah is the that's a great question shannon is the combat patchable because because yeah like shannon's right that's what i'm hearing a lot of is like it's a lot of framiness it's a lot of hitbox issues Things like that. Like, I didn't think the combat was really ultra janky. It's just, I don't care for it. It's just very repetitive. A, it's really repetitive. (laughs) It's not janky, it's just bad. (laughs) Yeah, it's like one of those things. It's like, I didn't really have a lot of, like, jank with, like, a lot of times, like, I thought I dodged or something, and I ended up getting hit. But there are times where it's like, I did dodge, you know, and it worked fine and stuff. But that's just my biggest complaint. It's just like I don't know, like what I, if I'm doing something wrong. Like I said, some things take like seven, eight hits to kill, and I'm like, why? And it's like when I have half health and they're sitting there wailing on me, it's like it just feels unfair. Like it's just not fun. Like, I, re- I don't understand why. I, I really appreciate you being like kind while you <laughs> talk about this because yeah, it's yeah, like you. It's, it's like you don't want to be mean to the game. You're like, because no, but I, I really, like you. <laughs> I really want to like it. And I like, I want it to prove me wrong. That's like kind of what I'm mm-hmm. sitting out. I'm like hoping I'm like, all right, like it has eight chapters to like, show me you're not a piece of shit. Like show me something <laughs> of like substance here that I can like talk nicely about. And like, it is for the most part, pretty. It's also just really fucking dark. Like mm. in the prison and stuff, it's going down a lot of corridors <laughs> And that was one of my other complaints is the can't like the can't like there's been multiple times where they, they love having you crawl through these vents. Uh-huh. Like someone watched die hard and they were like, yeah, dude, just fucking do a lot of this in the game. And so there's a lot of times where they want you to like, Oh, do vents, but it's not in your direct line of sight. Like, so it's like the way it's designed, like certain rooms and stuff. I'm like, dude, this like vent isn't in my direct camera view to see it so there's multiple times where it's like i missed events and matt would be like oh dude there's a vent right there and i was like what and then i like look up and i see it and i was like god damn it to jump up and crawl through it and because you don't have a flashlight or anything you do when you hold your gun out but 
you have to constantly be holding your gun out and like point and i don't want to do that because it's like i only have four bullets left and mm-hmm. i don't want to get scared and accidentally pop a shot off and it's like cool now i have three um but one of the fun things that i did which i don't think was intentional and will probably be patched but it was it, with the d-pad you know like certain directions you can point i only have the gun so that's the only option but whatever slot i had it on the right d-pad or whatever when i hit right the little icon blue icon thing for the gun appeared but yep. if you didn't click a or trigger or something it just floated there and it would just <laughs> stay there and then eventually you would like reholster your gun whatever and it's still just hanging out right there on the screen <laughs> that's awesome and Matt was like, dude, what is that thing doing? I'm like, I know, dude, it's like a fucking Paper Mario partner following me around everywhere. So we called him Gunny. And it's like, <laughs> old Gunny's lighting up the way from like, dude, holding, <laughs> having this thing on the screen makes it a little bit brighter for me to fucking see in this room. So I just kept doing it and having it floating there on the screen. It's, it's like Bobby from Origami King just hanging yeah. out with you. Um, little Bobby. So quick side note, while we were uh, talking just now, Phil Spencer has posted on Twitter that he is, has entered an agreement with Nintendo to keep call of duty on Nintendo platforms for 10 years after the Activision uh, merger goes through. And then he also said they have committed to steam for 10 years. So very interesting uh, now to say, Hey, Sony, you're the only one. That's it. You're it's just you. Because Sony's argument is like, this is bad for all of gaming. And he's like, really? Because these the other two biggest companies said, yeah, we're good with this. So I, I just found that interesting. That's all. Did Sony put their foot in the sand? They did. They did. And, you know, who knows how this is going to end? I think we all know how this is going to end. But who knows? Uh it is funny to me that they're like, yeah, we agreed to with Nintendo. Because when I think Call of Duty, I think Nintendo. <laughs> like, what poor bastard is playing Call of Duty on their Switch? Yeah. Like, They're like, man, you want to play it 20 frames per second? Right? That? Oh, man. Do you want to murder your Switch? <laughs> you go to throw your knife and it's just loading in the right corner. <laughs> You call in a nuke and then just fire shoots out the back of your switch. <laughs> you need to. Do you need to buy an SD card just to hold the download for Call of Duty? You fire a nuke and your uh, Joy-Con just rockets out of the switch and hits the wall. Oh man! Oh man! Yes, <laughs> that's so, hilarious. Interesting development. Um, do we have spoiler sirens this week, or are we spoiler free this week? I mean, uh, I finally got to see the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, like Christmas special. Oh, sweet! I also I also watched it. Yeah, though, yeah, let's let's bring in the sirens so we can talk about it. Yeah, boy. Okay, let's talk about the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special, gentlemen. The floor is yours. So, I mean, I I loved it from beginning to end. It was great. Um, I had no problems with. Uh, actually I had a, a problem with the length because like I wanted to see more like I, mm-hmm. that, that's how much I liked it right like right as I was getting into the swing of it like I it was over um, I had to look up the significance of Nebula's gift um, to uh, to rocket what do you mean um, you had to look it up 
Dude, I had to look it up because the I remember Soldier's was... fucking arm. Arm. No, but it's <laughs> not. It's not. It's not his arm from Winter Soldier and Falcon and Winter Soldier. So where did she get that arm? Because it's different. It's dark. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, I thought you meant like you didn't get what the gift was. No, I'm like, what? I got, what do you I mean got you the didn't? joke. Okay. I got the joke because, like, you know, I remember in Infinity War, he was like, "Oh, I'm going to get that arm." And yeah. Like there he is. He gets the arm, but it's not that arm. It's not his most current arm. So it's like, where did she get that? Mm-hmm. Arm? Um, which I thought was interesting and, you know, I had some questions about it, but at the same time, like I, th- I laughed when, yeah. when she dropped the box. Um, well, especially cause in the movies, rocket's always the one that's like, get me that guy's pr- prosthetic leg, you know, or, or yeah. whatever. Was he hopping all around? It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I need that guy's eye. Yeah, um, exactly. But, but yeah, it was, uh, so that was cool. Um, I think there were a couple other like little subtle Easter eggs in there that like, I, I found humorous um, Kevin Bacon singing is always, you know, high on my list of things to watch, I guess. Um, but yeah, it was um, high production quality. Like I like the, I like the whole thing. Oh, um, getting to see Yondu, how he get started his collection of tchotchkes. That was pretty cool too. Yeah, that was, that was cool. Um, so yeah, it was good. Justin, like, what'd you think? Yeah, no, dude, I thought as soon as it started, I was sitting there, I was like, James Gunn does not miss does these not soundtracks. Miss. Like, that opening song was a banger, and I was just like, oh, man, I'm in for a treat. Like, that set the tone for the entire thing right there with the Christmas you, you song. You mean when the they're beginning. walking through town, and the dude's like, yeah, we just got these Earth instruments. Can like, uh, can we can we play the song for you to yeah. see, how yeah. it is? see what it you think? so good. That was an awesome song. Yeah. Like I really enjoyed that. I love the Charlie Brown Christmas, like little animated at the beginning and the mm-hmm. end and stuff of Peter's like first Christmas and stuff. Like that was really cute. Um, you know, Drax was hilarious. I love the the little the little man. Yeah, he's like, what's more important, Peter, or the little man? And he's like, oh, he's like the little man. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man- seeing seeing Mantis scream at him was hilarious, and them on uh, like Hollywood Boulevard and stuff taking bits. She's like throwing ones everywhere. Oh, Mantis figured out how to make money real quick. She was like, oh, I'm I'm pimping you out on this street, yeah. Drax. I like, love Dra- I love Drax's expression in every single one of those photos. It was just perfect. And yeah. that yeah. sweater that he wears, the holiday sweater, uh, my fiance bought. So, you know good on them she wanted the kid the cat shooting laser beams out of its eyes and i love when they saw drax like oh the god of war (laughs) taking pictures with them that was so good uh i also did love when they just got hammered at the nightclub that was good times Mm -hmm. Uh, i uh i also really like cosmo cosmo was a good girl yeah (laughs) I, i i was a little uh I got to be honest, I missed Cosmo from the Guardians game. Mm, yeah. But different, very different interpretation of the character. But but I, I came to appreciate the Cosmo we got. Yeah. And buff Swolger didn't really bother me. Like, I know a lot of people do not like the fact that he's like swole now or whatever. Mm. But I didn't. I mean, he was like barely in it. So I like, didn't really. I, my only thing is, I think they made his head a little too small. Yeah. Like if his head had been bigger, then I think it would have been okay. I think that's true because yeah, every even like Baby Groot had like a huge head, yeah, and then like little body and stuff. So they kind of kept with up with those proportions. But I think they also very, very much 
intentionally designed him that way to be like, no, this isn't Groot. This yeah. is like the a, a whatever a, a branch off of Groot that grew into its own thing. You know, it's not it's not just Groot two point oh. Mm-hmm. I will tell you though, other than the opening song and the Kevin Bacon song at the end, the Christmas songs that like they had throughout the movie, like yeah. were cringeworthy just because like working retail for as many years as I did before <laughs> I got an adult job, like here, I heard those songs like hundreds of times. Oh yeah. And uh, that smashing pumpkin song, Christmas song was just mm-hmm. like, I was just like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm out. I can't do this anymore. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, other than that, great show. We, uh, the the revelations though in that weird little Christmas special, like Mantis and and Peter are brother and sister. Mm-hmm. Um, they bought nowhere. It's like what you guys own nowhere now. Like that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there there was a couple little gems sprinkled in there that was just like, huh, what? It- what's going on? And it made me really hyped for guardians three. And then we got the trailer for guardians three and God damn, am I all the way in like, bro? holy shit. I am back. Like, Like, (laughs) I don't, I don't know how they find these songs like from our youth that find their way back into it. Like a second in the meantime, by space hog, by the way, who the fuck has heard of in the meantime by space hog other than me and Shannon right here. Like, <laughs> but the second that song starts, I'm like, Oh shit. This is all oh, goosebumps. Such a, yeah. Straight goosebumps. goosebumps. Yeah. yeah. I was like, this is the perfect. And like that whole uh, trailer, I was like, Oh, uh, I'm going to cry. Like a, oh. a baby in this thing. Like it did. This does not look like the typical guardians of the galaxy. Like Dude, the trailer almost had me. The trailer, <laughs> yeah, I and I'm like, no, this is, <laughs> oh, this is not going to end well for your boy right here. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, oh, Rocket doesn't look good. Mantis has gone through some stuff. Like, this is this is going to be rough. I'm like, but, how many Guardians are going to be left by the end of this? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, because also this is the last movie. They've said mm-hmm. that this is the conclusion to the trilogy, and I don't know if any of those actors are signed on for more movies after this. You know James Gunn is leaving, so oof! I don't even want to think about that. Oh. Justin, Justin, have you heard the song "In the Meantime" by Space Hog? I mean, I heard it when I watched the trailer. But I don't think. <laughs> God damn it! God damn Dude, it, Justin! That, that song ruled our summers mm-hmm. for for like for a whole year. I think it was just what. You want you want to know what's hilarious, Shannon? Is songs like that and uh, "Never There" by Cake? They have mm-hmm. uh, telephones being dialed in them. Kids today <laughs> wouldn't know what that noise is. <laughs> like in the meantime, starts with a phone off the hook noise, the receiver being off the hook. And the phone would make that no kids gather around old man's talking. You, you had one phone in your house and it was usually in the middle of the house. And if someone knocked the receiver off of the phone where the two little plastic pegs came up, uh, it would go until you hung it up. And that is how the song in the meantime starts. And 
no kid today would have any idea what that noise is other than, man, that's annoying. Mm-hmm. Oh. There's something to wrap your head around. Oh, They're like, did I get a notification? Like, what's yeah, going on? <laughs> totally. <laughs> it's just, it's wild to me that there's like these super specific noises that like stopped meaning anything to anyone at one, at some point. <laughs> Yeah. And I think, and I think that point is like 2004 or something like that. It's kind of wild. I can't mm. believe you didn't know that song, Justin. Damn it. Yeah, that that hurts me. Uh, but yeah, do yourself a favor, listen to that song. It's great. Um, yeah. And then uh, right after that, we got the new Transformers trailer. Oh yeah, the Beast Wars. Mm-hmm. I still that looks good. I just hate that transformer design. Like ever since really? the first one, I'm just not a fan. I'm just not a fan of that Michael Bay transformer. Look, I got to admit if they can tone it down to where like you can actually see the transformers transforming, like, and not just a whole bunch of gears and like CGI mm-hmm. bullshit, like flooding your senses. Like, I think it would be cool. Like, I mean, that's what you want to see. You want to see Optimus prime turn into a truck. You want to see him turn back into Optimus prime and run around and, and beat shit up. You want to see that gorilla guy, like, you know, turn into like gorilla Optimus Prime and like beat some shit up and then turn back into a gorilla again. I mean, like, I want to see Devastator. I want to see like, you know, all of the cool stuff, Um, you know, like I think a lot of the older, like a lot of the previous Transformers movies like got too busy. They got they were too flashy, too busy. Like, I don't care about any like the transforming, seeing the gears, like just show me the robot, show me the car. Like, Dude, they fu- they fucked up Dinobots, man. Like, how do you fuck up Dinobots? Come on. <laughs> I'm like, can we circle back around for a second where Shannon <laughs> didn't know that the girl's name was also Optimus Prime for a second? <laughs> <laughs> like, he's just like that gorilla guy. I'm like, you mean Optimus Prime? <laughs> he's literally wait, wait, watching, wait, wait, wait. I stopped wait. watching Transformers. Isn't it Optimus Primal? Probably. Yeah, but I mean, he is like Optimus Prime. I know. Of- I'm just saying. I was, not- I was out of. I was out of Transformers by the time he came around. All right. I'm yeah, and Megatron's a giant T Rex. Oh wait, that sounds rad. I didn't know that. Yeah. No, he's dope. Like they didn't show him in the trailer, but I was like, damn, I bet you he's gonna look- like. That's the only reason I want to see it is because as a kid, I was a fan of Beast Wars. Like mm-hmm. I had the toys. I had the shark one. I had a bunch of shit, and I was like. I showed Megan had never heard of Beast Wars and I mm. pulled up episode one on YouTube and she was like, Jesus Christ, let me tell you, dude, that that did not age well. <laughs> like, yeah, no, that's the horrible. that is hot garbage. <laughs> like, it is the like worst uh, of 90s 3D. Uh, uh, you know what? You bring up the 80s Transformers. Uh, <laughs> Mike, Mike, cover your ears. I'm sorry. The 80s Transformers are hot garbage. Like they are, they were just toy ads. They were just cartoon toy ads. That's all they were. And they had a very light plot that ran through all of them and they were fine. They were rad when I was six, you know, like, and that's the thing is they're made for kids to sell toys and beast wars was no different. They just weren't, but you know, you get the nostalgia, get you in the feels. You can't help it. You get hard. All fine and dandy until the, Transformers movie came out in like 19. Fuck that movie forever. <laughs> Fuck it. I hate that fucking movie. Speaking, uh, speaking of trailers, a lot of trailers came out because we also got that new Indiana Jones trailer. I haven't oh, seen that one yet. 
it looks all right. It looks okay. Is Shia LaBeouf in it? No. Dude, they they retcon that real quick. Yeah. <laughs> when Shia LaBeouf went to jail for like the fifth time, they were like, "Yeah, no, we're done." I did. I did think it was funny that they had the like throwback where he's at the table and people are trying to surround him and he starts whipping all over the place to back people up and they all just pull out guns. <laughs> he's like, oh shit. <laughs> it's totally the, the throwback for to Raiders with the sword fight and he just shoots the guy. Mm-hmm. Really God, good. It's just crazy. Like It just... There's like so much CGI in it though. It just looks insane compared to like the old ones and stuff. It's just like it looks... Like nothing but green screen. No, I Harrison mean, Ford's like eighty. Like so, I mean, like he's not going to be able to do anything. <laughs> most of the stuff he did before. I mean, maybe they'll have him crashing planes. He's good at that. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> Punch Too a neo Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I, let me ask your opinion. I kind of want to watch Willow. I'm watching and, it. Oh, is it good? Um, <laughs> now it's your turn for the pregnant pause. Like, come on. I'm trying to. I'm tr- okay. So, so they got, you know, I mean, uh, they do like, I mean, okay. So, so they do this thing where it's like, okay, like this little girl in the original series, like, you know, she's all grown up now. Right. It's like 20 years later or whatever. And they're like, for the sake of, the you know the prophecy that willow foretold like she's like the greatest threat and also our greatest salvation so like if we basically just like make her forget who she is and what she is then um we're safe for the time being like until we can kind of figure out what's going to happen and how we're going to fix all this um you know they kind of retcon that val kilmer's character is dead um and then uh you know, the lady that was his love interest is the queen. Um, and, you know, she's got her kids. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, the whole time you're trying to figure out, okay, who is the, who's the baby all grown up? Uh, so that's kind of like the first episode is like, it's kind of like they're in the castle. Like these people come, they like kick all of their knight's teeth in, they grab like the prince and then they bounce thinking that they got the, you know, the right person, which they don't because everybody knows it was a girl. Um, so like mm-hmm. everybody's like, okay, they grabbed the wrong person. So they're not that smart. Um, but then everybody else is like, yeah, we're going to go out and save him because he's the prince. Um, and so they all like leave. And then like, you know, you figure out at the end of the first episode, who the, who the person is, who the right person is. And it's, you know, it's pretty easy to pick out. And then, you know, it's kind of like a Lord of the Rings kind of like Trek. Right. You go see Willow. You got to go to this other village. You got to go here. And it's basically just like this whole it's going to be like this whole episodic thing where like they're making their way to this big final fight. Um, and the whole time you have this ragtag team of people, you know, you have the princess who is supposed to be betrothed to this other prince and the other prince is there and he's kind of like a loser dweeb. He's he's the guy that's uh, what the bully in Spider-Man in the new Spider-Man ones, the Tom Holland ones, the mm-hmm. the kid, the, the pompous kid is always like, oh, like Peter Parker, I hate you, but I love Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Um, that dude, he's in it. Um, you know, they're the and all the other actresses and actors, they're kind of like first timers. So it's acted well. The graphics are good. The fight scenes were cool. I just don't know if I'm going to stick with it the whole time. Okay. 
All right. Well, that's a tepid endorsement. Um, Mm -hmm. The other one I want to watch is Wednesday. Oh, that's really good. Mm -hmm. I was hoping one of you were watching that so you could tell me if I should or not. Justin, I, I was I was counting on you for this. I know I haven't watched it yet. I was actually telling Shannon before the podcast that it was I'm still trying to catch up from stuff when I was gone in Missouri the week because as of right now, this season for anime, I'm watching 12 different animes that are all (laughs) airing at the same time. And then when you put on top like Hell's Kitchen, Legos Masters, like all those stuff, dude, I'm watching probably like 15, 16 different shows right now that all come out in a week. Hell's Kitchen? Seriously? I love Hell's Kitchen, dude. MasterChef, <laughs> Hell's Kitchen. Okay, Master Chef, Chef I can get down with. Hell's Kitchen, after the fourth season, when those dumb motherfuckers still couldn't make risotto, I'm like, you know what? No, I'm out. Like That's when it's the best. When he yells at them <laughs> to get out, and he's just throwing shit. Like, that's when it's peak Hell's Kitchen. Well, he's taking two pieces of bread and slapping him against their heads and calling him idiot sandwiches. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, they, they've, they've toned him down. Cause that's like early Hell's Kitchen, where people like would walk up and be like, where's the food? And he's like, dude, fuck out of here. And like, <laughs> throw shit at the customers and stuff. That was great. I, uh, yeah, because as someone that's made risotto and makes risotto, it's not that hard. And I'm saying they're like, you assholes are getting like professionally trained and you can't make risotto. Like, what the fuck? I don't know. It, that show. I I was at home being like, yeah, I totally get where Gordon's coming from. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's right. He's <laughs> right. They, too. they are idiot sandwiches. Yes. <laughs> can we can we take a minute to talk about the best trailer I saw this week? Oh, please. Cocaine bear. man dude ray liotta man like god bless him but like that's your last movie (laughs) what what a note to go out on (laughs) man that trailer i've watched that trailer like six times bro like it (laughs) it like it just it makes me laugh every time i see it that did I did love the Twitter discussion that came around that trailer was like what should be the sequel be? Like what drug and animal <laughs> combinations should the sequel be? Meth mongoose. Uh yeah. What I want to know is it's it's I know it says based on a true story. I'm assuming it's heavily loosely based on oh, a true I'm story. Sure. I, the bear probably ate the brick of cocaine and died of a heart attack, but like, let, let's just make it a let's go let's have it go out on a rampage. Right. I mean, but yes, I I want the sequel fentanyl ferrets. That's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for that one. Uh... Oh my god! I was like, speaking of trailers, too, I can't believe we didn't talk about the new Mario trailer. Oh yeah! I mean, Princess Peach of Halberd does like just like cleave people in half with. Dude, that I mean... was, dude, that scene of her like with the thing walking with Toad like. Like, oh, kicking down the doors of hell, like walking down. I was like, that went hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that Does trailer, it, that it, trailer did convince me, though, that man, there's going to be a lot of really upset, like 30 and 40 year old people when that movie mm-hmm. comes out because that movie is aimed at kids. Well, the my my biggest problem with it was that it went through like all of their properties, right? And I don't know how you're going to get like all of that to like not seem like a chaotic patchy mess. Right. Like we saw, we saw uh, Mario Kart. We saw mm-hmm. like 
probably like Mario one, two and three, like all in like one shot. Oh, there was the whole side scrolling thing. Yeah. And I also had the Tanuki suit, which is mm -hmm. three. Yeah. And I'm and, and, you know, Peach touched a flower for the uh, the fire flower. Yeah. yeah. So I'm assuming that's probably I get called a two. Um, And then, you know, you see I'm, I'm waiting for like a Smash Brothers reference. Luigi's in like a graveyard town, so I'm assuming there's going to be like a Luigi's Mansion reference there, where he's you know maybe gets a backpack and sucks a couple things up. So it's like you know they're trying to hit like every single like Mario and Luigi property. Does, like, does a- Mario get a referee's outfit and call boxing though? <laughs> I don't know. Or, Donkey or Kong do- beats the shit out of him. I'm, I'm yeah. assuming that he's gonna, you know, there's a so there, we know there's a Donkey Kong reference in there, mm-hmm. or at some point Toad's gonna run in and yell that Mario is missing. Yeah. He's oh, you you know, at head. one point he kicks down a door and Toad goes, "Thanks, Mario, but our princess is in another castle." <laughs> Or at the end of the movie, they're all sitting around a table drinking, and Mario's in like a little bartender outfit and just like slides yeah. down the uh, like <laughs> on the bar. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I see, I see what you're saying. It's like, how can you balance that many references, essentially? But also, that's where I'm. That's where I go the other route of like this. This movie is designed for like my nine and five year old, like that the references are there to keep the 40 year old in the audience going like, Oh yeah. Mario three. There it is. Like they're, they're counting on kids, not having a frame of reference for any of that. And you know, those are nice to, for the parents that bring those children to the theater, but they don't really care about the, guess what? The 40, 30 year old who's super mad at this movie, you paid them. They got you. They got you already. They don't care about you. You're coming regardless. You, you're going to hate watch the fuck out of it for $14. Like, and guess what? You're going to buy the damn ticket, you know? And it's like, no, they're building the next generation of fans. That's what they care about. And so I don't know. It's, I'm very curious to see what the reception of this movie's like, especially in the wake of like the Sonic movies, which were really well reviewed. People really mm-hmm. liked them. So, well, I think that's my question to you guys is after seeing this new trailer, are you guys interested in, are you more interested or less interested in seeing this movie? Oh, I mean, I'm definitely more interested. You know, I'm going to go see that like opening night. <laughs> oh, I'm super interested. Cause I, the thing they nailed is the visuals. Like this movie looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Like just to just, to be on screen like when the little thing like when she pulls the fire flower out like that whole little two seconds just was stunning to see you know just how it's animated it's just like holy shit that's amazing or you know in the teaser with the whole bowser's fortress flying over the penguin land like that whole sequence was like holy shit that looks good you know and Mm so i'm i'm really excited to see the whole movie for that good i mean the i i I brought this up in our discord channel but like it kind of bugs me that like mario is so slapstick comedy in this like Mm -hmm. i don't know i always i always thought of mario as being like a jovial like hero like he's not like super hardcore but like it's just like yeah we'll get the job done and like we'll bring some positivity to it and this one it just kind of seems like 
he's kind of learning the ropes and he's doing it by getting his face bashed in a lot, like in, you know, comedic situations. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. And that's kind of true. But if you think about it, it's also kind of like the Batman where this is like year one Mario. Like this is his <laughs> first time in the Mushroom Kingdom. He's not used to being a hero. So if we do get like a second one or like whatever, you know, I'm sure he'll be more confident and whatever. But since he has like no idea what a Koopa even like is at this point. Well, I think the other problem is Mario's never really had a personality. That's also true. Yeah. He's emotionless. <laughs> yeah, he, he's a cipher in a lot of ways. And so giving him a personality, if it doesn't fit whatever pre-created notion you've had in your head, see, is going to seem weird. Like Sonic has a personality and he mm -hmm. had one before the movies. So that was easier in a lot of ways to, to create. But Mario's just kind of there and he mm -hmm. jumps on shit and he <laughs> goes and gets Peach. It's kind of the end of the list. I don't know. Like, and <laughs> turns into a Tanuki sometimes gets, gets behind the wheel of a go-kart every now and then. Like, I don't know. Like shit. I don't, who the hell knows what Mario is like. Luigi has more of a personality than Mario. Mm -hmm. He's a little bitch that is scared of ghosts. <laughs> I mean, come on. But <laughs> damn, just, <laughs> Mario just catching or Luigi just catching strays out here for no reason. When you tell me the thing I said wrong, I will I will admit <laughs> it. But um, yeah, no, I I'm I'm excited for this. It it did strike me though that I think the and and you're gonna laugh, but I think the thing this movie is missing is like a Jim Carrey because Jim Carrey makes the Sonic movies mm -hmm. as good as as good as they did with Sonic and all that and whoever the fuck that guy is opposite Sonic that played Cyclops. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like as good as they, those people are like Jim Carrey carries those movies and uh, not having that. I mean, Jack Black might be that as Bowser who knows, but not having that apparent in the trailers is like, Hmm, that might be a little, a little lacking. You need that huge presence on screen, you know? So, well, I mean, that's the thing is there was so much shit that they were trying to get through in that trailer that like you heard maybe three sentences from Jack Black. Right. Right. Totally. So, and you know, those might just be like, we're walking through this land here. Okay. Here's a Tanuki suit on to the next one. You know, like they might not be big set piece plot points along the way they could just be little subtle nods here and there that they just cut into the trailer for people like us to talk about but mm -hmm. i don't know um wow that was a healthy spoiler section we we started this like 45 minutes ago and i thought we would go for like 10 or 15 minutes but hey here we are yeah i mean and that's the thing it wasn't even spoilers it was just more like trailer talk <laughs> yeah trailer trash um, yeah there you go New segment. Yeah, new segment. <laughs> trailer trash. <laughs> uh, I don't know if Justin's just tired or he really thinks that's funny. Um, no, I thought it was funny because <laughs> in my head, you'll hear the sound effect that I put for trailer trash. Ah, uh, I love that's how you're playing it in your head already. It's wonderful. <laughs> Be like, woo trailer trash. <laughs> <laughs>
Gotta get the banjo playing. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> you really got to cut out that soundbite Shannon just did for uh, further <laughs> editions of Trailer Trash. Um, but yes, uh, I think the, the hour has drawn nigh, uh, Shannon has to get to bed and so do I. So Justin, why don't you come on in here and land this point? You know what guys? Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the, that picks life podcast. I know we posted a lot of the, uh, trailers and stuff this week, I think in the, like, movie section on the discord and stuff so you know why don't you head on over to the discord let us know what you thought of a lot of the new trailers that dropped this week and stuff and you know while you're at it head on over to spotify give your boys a review let us know how we're doing and uh zach if uh robbie was here what do you think robbie would say robbie would say hey guys go be great and the u.s soccer team is above average